This segment of Off the Hosel is powered by SaskGolfer.com. everybody, welcome back to episode number 11 of Off the Hosel. My name is Drew Koser, and I am your host. I hope everyone's having a great day today. Um, you know, just even, we're 11 episodes in, and we've had on so many good guests, and we've uh, I've banked uh, quite a few interviews now in the vault uh, that will be re- released at a later date, um, but we have tons of uh, good interviews banked up, and, and I feel like this thing's only going to uh, grow more in a positive direction, so... Uh, thank you all for your support uh, so far. And, um, you know, just even on the Facebook page and Twitter page, you know, Twitter underscore off the hosel and Facebook off the hosel. But I go on there time to time and I see just how many good comments and, and, and shares and likes and retweets and following. And, and, and I really appreciate all the support. So uh, speaking of support, though, I, I, I wanted to reach out to or give a shout out, sorry, um, to all our sponsors. Uh, you know, maybe this show couldn't be a thing without you guys. So. Uh, and our sponsors are uh, Timberstone Distribution, Brownies Golf Shop, Action Sewer and Drain, Extreme Hockey and Umbrella Marketing, um, Westside Pizza, Sass Golfer, Player Golf, and Molson Coors. Um, bravo to you guys. Uh, thanks so much for helping me out. I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't thank you enough. On to today's guest. 1999 and 2000 Sass Junior Champ. 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005 amateur team SAST member. Played many tours. Canadian Women's Tour, 2006-2008. Joined the PGA of Canada in 2009. PGA of Canada National Award winner in 2016, the Jack McLaughlin Junior Promoter PGA SAST Award winner for Teacher of the Year. Assistant of the Year Junior Promoter of the Year. She played Division One golf from 2000 to 2004 at Eastern Illinois University. Today I'm joined by our first woman guest on the show. Very happy that she came on. Current general manager and head professional of the TSNM Woodlawn Golf Club. And that is Amanda Minchin. Thanks. Uh, this is awesome. I'm really excited for this one. So let's head on over now to this interview. Hope you guys enjoy. Spring is the best time of year. But it's also the time of year that tree roots start messing with your sewer system. Action Sewer and Drain strives to be the best in the number two business. And preventative maintenance is key. And if needed, our new flow system allows us to reline and repair sewer lines without digging up your lawn. It's all about the action. Call Action Sewer and Drain, a Consumer's Choice Award winner, four years in a row. Call us at 306-586-2727. Today I'm joined by current general manager and head professional of the TSM Woodlawn Golf Club, Amanda Minchin. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me. I'm pretty excited to be here. So I uh, I wanted to ask, I mean, what are you up to these days? Where are you and how are you holding up during these uh, uncertain times? Well, um, actually I just came in from pulling tarps with our 
my other manager is my superintendent. So uh, I haven't done that in about 15 years. So, um, yeah, we're just uh, obviously with everything that's going on in the world, um, our golf course is, is on hold right now. And um, like I said, it's just our managers that are on staff right now. And so we're kind of, our day-to-day is a little bit different. Obviously, I'm still dealing with normal stuff that I deal with. But, uh, yeah, we were just pulling tarps yesterday and today and a little windy there so we shut her down for the day but you know everyone here is is great and I mean I'm I'm fine I'm missing golf and missing sports like most people um but yeah we're kind of you know we're we're prepping as much as we can with uh with no staff and really no uh no um opening date in mind yet until we hear from from government so yeah it's uh, definitely definitely unique and different but um you know, we do what we have to do. So yeah, it, it's definitely a grind. I was talking to Dino yesterday too, and he's like, "I just finished pulling tarps." I'm like, "Yeah, well, welcome <laughs> yeah. to the real world, dude." <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to backtrack now. I mean, when uh, just just a minute, uh, when you were younger, uh, who got you? Uh, you decided uh, <laughs> golf. Wow, sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. Um, yeah, golf. It, it's always. I've been obviously. I've been listening to you guys' uh, podcasts every every chance I can, and. Um, it's cool hearing everybody's different stories. Um, for me, you know, I, I was that kid that loved sports. I grew up with, um, three brothers and and sports were big in our house and my parents, my mom and dad both love sports. They love watching sports. So I, I was just sort of thrown into that and I loved sports from an early age and I got to play everything. I was a very lucky kid. Um, and golf, my parents didn't golf. So, um, you kind of don't hear that a lot these days. You're seeing kids that they come down to the golf, golf course with their parents and I mean I had great parents who they drove me down to the golf course but I basically kind of just it was one of those sports that I hadn't tried yet and I think I was about 10 or 11 and I said to my dad I said I really want to try I really want to try golf you know can, can we make this work and you know got the the good old Canadian tire golf set of clubs <laughs> and uh, signed up for junior lessons and um, I mean not to sound like a cliche but literally been hooked ever since and um, you know 25 where did later. you grow up sorry Amanda <laughs> pardon uh where did you grow up sorry I grew I am born and raised in Esteban okay um sorry. so yeah I mean I yeah that's okay um so um yeah so for me to be you know be the GM head pro at the golf course that I grew up on um <laughs> pretty yeah. cool for me so Not yeah kidding. I mean yeah I grew up in, in Esteban and took my lessons here and and uh basically fell in love with with the game right here where I'm where I'm working now so so growing up, I mean, obviously, I'd imagine you played junior golf. I mean, we'll get into some of those uh, uh, titles that you won and, and teams. But uh, how has junior golf just shaped your life? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the culmination of where I am now, obviously, never thought uh, I never really thought of that at age 12. Who is? But um, yeah. junior golf, I mean, yeah, getting to play junior golf here and then getting to come back and work here as an assistant pro and a head pro and now GM. Um, and then, you know, like, it's funny, there's guys that, uh, Rick Rohatton, Eldon Rondo, if you're around here, guys know those names. They were guys that ran, they volunteered to run the junior program back in the day. And, um, I think you probably, you know, if you talk to Chris Carley and some of those guys, they, they were in that same boat. Yeah. These guys, uh, you know, they did everything they could to get, make this a junior friendly golf course and has been for, you know, over 30 years. Um, so I mean, to come for me to come full circle and like Eldon is a guy that he works for me now in the golf shop. So it's just, oh, really? it's just, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, yeah, it was a guy that's, uh, you know, 70 some years old and he was 
pushing me out on the golf course when I was 12 and now he works for me in the golf shop. So, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of a cool thing. I, I find it cool. So that, uh, well, Estevan, of course, I mean, it's definitely a hidden gem for me. Yeah. I, I actually remember they used to have like the order merit tour there. And I used mm-hmm. to love that, like just going down there, playing there. Cause there's always a, always an unbelievable shape and like just it, it, it's always a good spot to go to i mean just fun to play the track too yeah i mean we're obviously we're pretty we're pretty biased to it but we uh yeah we, we've uh we've worked hard as an organization over the last uh, decade really and uh we take pride in it so that, that's uh happy i'm happy to hear that that's how you feel about it well they've also had two storms right you guys had two storms on there and they like, ruined the course and then you just built it back <laughs> up which is i mean yeah it's funny we were just talking about it kind of the other day um just where we're at with dealing with with this now but yeah i mean in 2011 obviously we had the huge flood that um just wiped it out the golf yeah. course wiped it out wiped out the season we had the you know everything was redone the back nine was redesigned the front nine was reseated basically everything was tore up and redone and then we've had um you know like we had like a we've had a couple of flat small flash floods yeah in the last in the last uh three four years we had a two years ago we had a big hail storm that came in and kind of shut us down for two days um yeah i mean and you know nothing unique that doesn't happen at other golf courses but it was kind of funny we were talking about that the other day it's like okay well now we're dealing with covid so like the last <laughs> 10 years we've had some <laughs> had some adversity to overcome and uh so i think we're we're getting pretty good at it so <laughs> Okay, so you were a SAS Junior Champ in 99 and 2000, back-to-back. Um, how was that? And just walk us through some of those experiences. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know what's funny? I don't think of myself as that old, but when you say that. <laughs> well, here, I was, I was four, so. Oh, <laughs> Feeling like an old lady. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it, you know, like I was saying, I fell in love with, with golf when I was 12, and um, but I really didn't sort of hit my stride until I was almost 16. You know, I really I started playing junior tournaments. I wasn't really loving playing tournaments. I, um, you know, it was kind of something we did. I loved playing golf every day and spending my summers out here. But it wasn't until I was about 15, 16 where it was like, hey, uh, something switched, right? Where I was like, yeah, yeah. I want to compete all of a sudden. I, I think I was used to playing team sports and was kind of used to that dynamic. And so all of a sudden being into golf, I loved it. But going out and competing by myself, it was like, well, hey, this is kind of weird and no one to rely different, on, yeah. right? And then, but at 15, 16, that kind of switched and played in my first uh, SAS Junior. Uh, it was actually Kenosi, and made the made top four, made the team. Which, uh, you know, at that point, I, I kind of didn't even really have a concept of what that meant. Yeah. Um, you know, it was just going there to play and want to compete, and made the team and and got to go to Toronto and, and it was just awesome. Right. And I mean, from there definitely hooked and, um, yeah. And then, then like the next year I won at, uh, Emerald park. Yeah. Emerald park. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the year after that one in PA. Nice. And two uh, different tracks, eh? <laughs> two very different tracks. Yeah. Very, very different tracks. Just a length to just tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then, you know, got to compete at, at nationals. And I actually didn't get to go to the Canadian juniors um, in 2000 because I was heading down to school and it conflicted. Oh, really? And the timing of it. Yeah. And so, like, you know, when you're going, heading down south, I don't know if people realize this, they, it typically starts a lot earlier. And just the way that was, you know, I was, 
deemed I was considered an international student, even though we're North American. But yeah, um, so I had to be there almost two weeks earlier uh, just to get registered and get everything set up and whatnot. So I, I missed the Canadian juniors that year. We just made the decision that, you know, the logistics of it were just going to be too hard and, um, and whatnot. And I, I was, you know, I was so committed, and, you know, obviously excited to get to school that I kind of, while I was disappointed, it was like, okay, well, I'm going over here. So, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, those juniors, uh, yeah, I mean, those, um, like I said, they seem a long time ago, but I guess they were 20 years ago. Um, but yeah, even just from there that I was even more hooked if I couldn't be hooked enough. Um, and yeah, and then playing on the team and, and like I said, it was, you know, 15, 16 is when I decided that, yeah, I, I want to do this. And then kind of 16, 17 was when I, I kind of decided I, you know, I think I want to go play, You're all play in, golf yeah. down at school and yeah. And I don't want to say the rest is history, but it, kind of from there, um, you know, the world of golf and my life uh, have been almost uh, interchangeable. So. So that, that's a good segue. I mean, I want to talk uh, touch about uh, college life here. I mean, you played four years down south in eastern Illinois. Um, how was the golf down there? And, I mean, obviously, you, you just mentioned you enjoyed school. I mean, I was going to ask, did you enjoy school and golf? Because I'm not a school guy. So. I did. I'm kind of I'm kind of a nerd. I really did like school. <laughs> <laughs> I am a nerd. I know. I mean, I wanted to go to school. I always knew I wanted to go to university. And then, you know, obviously when, when I fell in love with golf, I realized I want to go play golf. And, um, so yeah, I mean, it was great. It, it was tough. I mean, um, you know, 20 years ago, like I kind of was looking, obviously writing schools the old fashioned way and writing letters and sending videos and, and stuff. And, um, you know, Eastern Illinois, uh, approached me and offered me a full scholarship. So, I mean, nice. uh, obviously, yeah, I mean, I was very fortunate. I, you know, looking back yeah it would have been great to go to maybe a bigger school i mean eastern illinois is division one but it would have been great to go i I really wanted to go to north carolina and some of those schools and i did get some smaller offers but at the time you know that just wasn't uh financially feasible i think the dollar was like 45 cents so you know i mean it it, uh you know my parents were like well you know this is here's the options and what we can afford and i mean eastern illinois came along and offered me a full ride and i mean it but obviously that was um <laughs> something well you, you spent four years down, down right? you must enjoy it yeah. so yeah yeah i i did i mean and um you know the first year was hard like i you know i hadn't done a school visit we were you know what my uh parents basically we went down there and like i said i was there two weeks earlier before classes started just to kind of get everything going yeah all your stuff lined up and then uh you know basically i mean i didn't know anybody and i knew i knew my coach i met him and but i you know just met kind of walked in and met my my teammates and you know mom and dad are like well we gotta go and uh <laughs> the rest is history know, <laughs> and the rest is history and i mean that first year it was hard it was hard i mean i was away from home um you know everything was new it was uh you know and trying to balance figure out school and practice and how that works and traveling and and a whole new adjustment right and um you know, I didn't play great golf that first year. Yeah. Because I was trying to figure it out. And I mean, that was very, it was like, oh man, what's going on here? But, <laughs> you know, eventually, uh, yeah, eventually, I mean, I still loved it, wanted to do it. And, and it got better and got easier and easier in terms of adjusting. And so, yeah, it was uh, lots of 
great four years. Um, Tony Romo was our school quarterback at the time. So oh, really? You can imagine, yeah, you can imagine how, I mean, awesome that stuff. And just, um, yeah, it, it was great. A Division One school, but smaller. It was in a town of about 20,000. Okay. Campus was smaller, so it was it was cool. It was just a uh, college town and lots of fun, and we traveled around and um, got to play against some really big schools, some great golf courses, and they, uh, what, they uh, school, sorry. So. Uh, uh, was the competition much like way harder than Saskatchewan going down there? I mean, like, ha- uh, yeah, like, just talk yeah, about I mean, um, yeah, definitely, just in terms of, um, not that you know, Saskatchewan, there's like, there was a great group of talented, um, girls that I played against, but there was just more, obviously, and you got there, and like, you know, we were playing against like Big Ten schools, Notre Dame, and University oh, of wow. Illinois, and and um and playing totally different golf courses than I'd seen. I mean, yeah, I'd played at some Canadian championships, but you know, we're playing everywhere here, right? Yeah. Um, I remember it was like the first time I'd ever seen Bermuda grass. <laughs> you know, we went to a tournament in Tennessee, and I I'd, I'd never played on Bermuda before, and like I didn't have a clue. Like the ball sits down in Bermuda, right? Knuckles away. Fairway, yeah. It sits even in the middle of the fairway. It sits down. I'm like, well, this is this is crazy. So yeah, the <laughs> level of <laughs> sounds funny saying it the level of competition totally yeah it i mean definitely it was raised and um you know played against yeah played against uh, high caliber high caliber girls um obviously so yeah that's and that's what really it's a whole nother level just like anything you go into right um you either kind of for sure yeah. work hard and stay with it and yeah but yeah that definitely it was um tougher golf courses and uh, tougher conditions. I mean, college golf, um, you know, while it's fun and it's great, it it's uh, it's sometimes not glamorous. Like we we would play, you'd play through a lot of weather. You know, you didn't oh, get called in unless it was lightning, right? Like because they didn't they didn't want to cancel it, they wanted to get it in. So I mean, we played in all <laughs> types of weather and yeah, but it was a it was a ton of fun. Um, yeah, I look back on those years with uh, uh, a lot of fondness and sometimes wish i could go back <laughs> yeah uh you were also on five teams uh 2001 2002 2003 2004 and 2005 uh yeah. how are those experiences and any good memories from those i mean what are some of the courses you played and and yeah just touch on that for us uh yeah so canadian uh amateur women championships um again some of the just best times of my life really um you know, spending a week and, and playing some great golf courses. I mean, played in Nova Scotia, um, BC. I mean, all, obviously all across Canada. We played one in PA uh, that one year. Prince Albert hosted oh, it. Oh, really? Our, our team finished second, the best finish I think we've ever had. Nice. Um, you know, played with uh, Bobby Brandon, who most uh, people will know in Saskatchewan. If they yep. don't, they should. Uh, at <laughs> Crow at Moon Lake. Uh, uh, has played in two LPGA, you know, Canadian Canadian Opens. Uh, Lori Boyle, who's a Hall of Famer, Saskatchewan Golf Hall of Famer. I mean, just, yeah, great times, great golf courses, awesome golf courses. And, again, just a whole other level of golf, right? I mean, yeah. Um, you know, like, I played, actually played one of my, my first Canadian junior, Elena Sharp, was the winner, right? LPGA. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it's, it's a big world, but it's also a small world. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, tons of 
just great times on those teams. Lots of fun traveling. And like I said, just playing great golf courses, like awesome golf courses. Um, so very fortunate there. Don't, uh, I probably shouldn't tell, I don't want to, you know, all the guys that hear you telling them, they're all telling kind of crazy stories. <laughs> I, I think as, as women, we're, we're a little bit more subtle, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, a ton, just a ton of fun. I, I don't know what else, there's no other way to put it. Just, um, great times on those teams and, um, Again, some you know, some days I really miss that amateur side of golf. Uh, you know, traveling with your with your friends and, and spending a week uh, at a great place in Canada and playing a Canadian championship. I mean, what else? What else do you want to do when yeah. you have golf? So, yeah. <laughs> so four years later, you joined the CPGA. Uh, how was that? And and I mean, what was that transition like? Yeah. So when I graduated from university, um, came home and was kind of, you know, just sort of. Uh, wasn't really sure what I was gonna do. You know, I was still working on the golf course. Uh, I was playing amateur golf and um, kind of figuring it out and maybe living a little bit of a gypsy lifestyle. Traveled a little bit and did that. And then, um, yeah, joined the PGA in 2009. So the two years before that, um, I guess 2007, I started playing kind of mini tour stuff and some pro events. Okay. Basically, gave up my amateur status. And went and played, um, you know, the Canadian Golf Canada has a has a developmental tour. Yeah, Canadian Women's uh, Tour, yeah. Okay. Yep, yeah, so I was playing some of those. And then was just playing kind of mini tour events wherever I could down in the U.S. Like, I'd go play a tournament in Sacramento, just outside Sacramento every year. And played the New Mexico Open and the Washington State Open and stuff like that. And, again, just another great experience. Met a ton of, uh, a ton of great people, generous people, nice people, um, played some amazing golf courses didn't make a ton of money that's for sure it's a but grind was, though, hey? uh, <laughs> oh it's a grind yeah <laughs> i mean you know lpj and pj on tv they make it look easy but it's yeah it, it's a grind um but again had lots of fun I was, was traveling around and kind of doing what i could and playing golf and um you know and then so i kind of did that for about two three years and then you know it was kind of like okay i'm uh 27 years old let's let's maybe um get serious here about yeah. something not that i wasn't serious about it but you know obviously it just it maybe change uh, yeah yeah it wasn't gonna be how i made a living so um you know and i had kind of always thought that i would once i was done school that i was would always kind of get into the golf business as we call it and um yeah so in 2009 i uh i joined the pga of Canada. So, um, you know, I was obviously working in a golf shop, um, from the age of 18, worked at our golf course. I worked at the back shop when I was a kid. So, I mean, it wasn't like it was, a you've been around it. Yeah. Forever. I've been around it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So joined the PGA and started my, I had a three year apprenticeship back then that the format has changed a little bit on, um, nowadays on how you get in what you do, but three-year apprenticeship so worked uh as an apprentice as we call it and worked some a ton of hours and um had to do my you know my teaching courses and my all that kind of stuff that's on the list i i had uh obviously with my degree i was able to get in with my formal education and uh did that for three years and then got my class a as we call it in uh 2012 nice yeah so um, and then, so yeah, I was as an apprentice and was assistant pro, um, up until 
2015 and I became head pro and then uh, 2018 uh, I added GM to my to my title so general manager and head pro so right on well uh, yeah. we'll touch on the Estevan stuff in a bit here I just also wanted to ask you I mean obviously with all your your college playing and your pro playing, uh, just some of the favorite courses you've, you've had to play and maybe even around here too as well. Favorite courses? Well, TSNM Woodlawn. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I mean, I do love our course. Uh, favorite Great track. courses. You know, I, I really do like uh, Cook and PA. Yeah, it's um, a nice track too. I just, yeah, you know, you know, there's just things about, there's so many great golf courses, but there's, you know, you, you can tell what your favorite ones are by the feeling you have when you're on it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, PA. I really like playing Willows in Saskatoon um, and Moon Lake. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, like, I got to play a ton of golf courses in Ontario and Quebec and and BC. Um, I got to play the Vancouver Golf Club one year on, on uh, the CN Tour, it was called. Just amazing. Like, totally amazing actually Lydia Ko actually won the event there that I played in okay um which was kind of cool nobody knew who this who this kid was you know she comes in just blew away the the field <laughs> won by like 14 strokes oh and my I think two years later she's on the LPGA yeah <laughs> crazy um you know what and I've, I've actually been fortunate enough to play golf uh in Australia nice how was um, that uh amazing not you know i didn't play at any formal events there but uh i traveled over my college roommates lives in melbourne and uh, i've been over twice to visit nice. her and, that's awesome um you know her and her husband were members at that kingston heath which you know if you follow the australian masters they posted um and i actually was fortunate enough to play uh, royal melbourne okay um in 2009 so that was before they were getting uh ready for uh I think they've they've gone on to host the Presidents Cup and oh wow and all that jazz. So I mean those are pr- those are pretty amazing. Uh, they're they're in what's called the Sand Belt in Australia and they're just I mean they're breathtaking, they're amazing. So, um, but yeah, those are those are some of my favorites. Westside Pizza, the name you need to know. We offer you more than just great pizza. We have fantastic food combos and delicious selections. We offer online services which include paying online and curbside delivery to ensure your safety and the safety of our staff during this time. So check us out online at www.westsidepizza.ca or give us a call at 306-949-1090 for all your takeout and delivery needs. Westside Pizza, always here to help your hunger. So you've been a part of the TSNM Woodlawn Golf Club. Uh, I want to know for how many years. And you've already mentioned that uh, you were an assistant first. Uh, and also, it's 75th anniversary. Um, yeah. And I just wanted to ask uh, um, how many years you've been with Estevan? Have you been anywhere else? And what's going on this year in Estevan at the TSNM Woodlawn? Well, I don't know if I should mention how long I've been here because <laughs> it's going to age me. But, um, I mean, I've been I've been working at the golf course, our golf course, as, we call it, as I call it, um, basically since the age of 13. I, you know, as soon as I was hooked, then it was like, okay, hey, I, I want to be here too. So I want to work here too. So I can spend every waking hour here, I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, so at 13, I was a backshop kid, as you call it, the range kid. So I did that. Me too. Um, so we're, we're on the same page there. We yeah. <laughs> so I did that. I worked, <laughs> uh, I actually worked, uh, I worked a season on maintenance. Um, and then I transitioned to the golf shop. 
and did that for yeah so i mean basically i've been i've been working here for about 25 years nice yeah it's crazy when i say it out loud like that but <laughs> um yeah i mean have i worked at other golf courses in the professional uh, rank no i haven't this is this is the only course i've been at um you know i've had chances and and a few offers other places but um you know just uh <laughs> obviously i'm drawn to it yeah for sure and um i'll stay here as long as they want me so uh, you also men- uh, mentioned off the air, uh, it's the 75th anniversary. Um, just wanted to know, yeah. I mean, are there any uh, events or, I mean, how's the course looking? And, well, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, 75 years. Um, obviously, we'll probably never forget uh, 2020 here. No That's the way it started. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so actually this Saturday we were supposed to be, we had planned a, a kickoff party um, for our season, and obviously we had to cancel that. We were going to have a – You can do it on Zoom um, now. <laughs> yeah, do the Zoom one. Get a hundred people in there. Yeah, we were gonna have kind of a kickoff party. Uh, we were gonna have a party in the tent. We were gonna have a big tent, and we had a band lined up and everything. We were just gonna kind of do it as a kickoff and, and invite everybody, general public members, whoever, and and kind of go from there. But um, obviously, that's on hold. Uh, we're hoping to maybe do that in the fall. Um, and then, yeah, just with everything kind of being on hold, like we're looking right now at um, obviously just gonna you know, enshrine the memories over the last 75 years. So we got people that are bringing us stuff, you know, air, um, antique stuff from the golf course yeah. and stories and newspaper clippings. So we're working on that and working on kind of making uh, storytelling, I guess, if you want to call it that. Um, so, yeah, we're hoping once, you know, once we can maybe get going here, knock on wood, um, you know, we're going to be looking at rolling out a social media thing and, and stories and, and whatnot of, of the club over the, over the last 75 years, so looking forward to that. Nice. So I also want to touch on, before we get back to this, uh, the PGA stuff here, um, how has it been uh, being a head pro and a GM? I mean, like, I mean, I've seen it just from Dino and those guys and, and Duker, uh, just how much how much work they do to run a club. I just wanted to uh, see what uh, your thoughts and, 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 and just how hard it is sometimes. And Yeah. 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 Um, you know, it, it's funny. I think, um a lot of people when you say well, i'm a golf pro their first instinct is to say oh awesome man you get to play golf and <laughs> <laughs> you know and of course You'd they think. think that why wouldn't you right <laughs> um but when you kind of explain that i'm i'm a golf pro but I'm in the golf business and you know this is what it takes and that and that then people kind of kind of understand and um yeah i mean i've had obviously being here as long as i have I, that's kind of been the best education right i i understand how our course and how our club operates and what we've done in the past and what has worked, what hasn't worked. And, um, you know, and obviously knowing our membership and, you know, there's people here that I've known for, um, 20 years since I was, you know, 15 years old Yeah. and there's still members here. So that's kind of a unique, for me, that's a unique, Special bond, and yeah. I think an advantage too. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I joke that I really, I never pictured myself being a general manager. I, you know, I was like, I'm a golf pro. That's the stuff I want to do. I'm, you know, that that other side of it, that's not, that's not for me. I'm, you know, I'm a golf pro, but, um, obviously our club and the size, it's a little bit different. You know, I'm, I'm able to, I still get to do my golf pro stuff and be a GM and, and run kind of the business side. And I'm, I've actually found out in the last year and a half that I really do, I do love the business side of it. Um, 
figuring out that stuff and dealing with food and beverage and, and dealing with encore stuff and as well as golf shop and being a golf pro. So, um, it, it is a ton of work, especially, you know, I think also people think, well, you work six months a year and you have the winter off, but it, it doesn't really ever stop just yeah. like any business, right? It, it doesn't stop. And you know, by being at Royal Regina, um, everything that moves, there's a ton of moving parts, right? Yeah. Uh, especially, and it's almost, you know, especially when you have that short window, we've got kind of six months to, you know, as the saying goes, make hay, right? So you've got six months to kind of, rocket yeah no uh, it's... you know so to speak so not that you're not other businesses aren't always trying to rocket 12 months a year but you got six months and you know kind of go hard so it's kind of like you don't want to have any sort of missed opportunity if that makes sense yeah no i, I was trying to think i mean i look at golf pros and gms kind of uh very similar to like what i do on, like, i'm a hockey scout so like it never ends, right? I mean, yeah, you you mm-hmm. hockey for nine months, but you got to recruit all summer and yeah. vice versa for golf. You got to recruit members for the for the summertime, you know. So it, it never yeah. ends, and people think we have the best jobs in the world, but it's uh, it's sometimes it can definitely be a grind for sure. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you know that's exactly the same thing. And I mean, I do I do love my job. Um, are there days when it's like, okay, yeah, I've had enough, absolutely, <laughs> just like anything. Yeah. But um, but yeah, we're you know, and, and we take the winter to basically plan out six months and, yeah, and every day from everything. april yeah. one yeah like you know it's like i can know my whole schedule from april one to uh october 15th <laughs> and um but you also have to deal with with things that go off schedule so then you're adding that to it so yeah i, I mean it, it's um like anything it's a ton of work and the more you put in the more you get out of it so, PGA of Canada National Award winner of 2016, the Jack McLaughlin uh, Junior Promoter Award, uh, PGA of SAST Award winner for the Teacher of the Year, Assistant of the Year, Junior Promoter of the Year. Uh, how awesome was that feeling, and what, what was so, uh, so special about receiving those awards? Well, I mean, anytime you're recognized by your peers is um, is pretty humbling, and, and, and I'm, I'm very gracious for being able to work at a course that, you know, a... Uh, junior golf is a top priority um, so I've been able to dedicate a lot of my time to that even now as a GM with you know GM and head pro I'm still able to be hands-on with the juniors so I'm very fortunate in that in that regard because sometimes you don't uh, sometimes you don't get to still be involved in that stuff day to day yeah um, so yeah I mean those you know those awards um, yeah, they're they're very special to me. That they, they were voted on, you know, by your peers. So that's, um, like I said, that's I'm very humbled by that. My national award uh, from the PGA of Canada. Um, again, yeah, I mean that that one's pretty special to me. Uh, that happened in I, I received it in 2016. Uh, sorry, I received it for the year 2016. You get it kind of the next January. So. Um, for me, 2016 was a hard year. My dad passed away unexpectedly. Um, oh, sorry to hear that. I was super, yeah, thanks. I was super busy. You know, I had a great year at the golf course, but it was like, it was, it was so insanely busy and kind of like just at the end of the year, it was kind of like just sort of feeling like, ah, oh, you know, yeah. I hope we did. I hope we did a good job. It was yeah. so such a blur. So, I mean, to get that award that, that following fall or winter was, um, I mean, I'll actually say I, I was shocked and uh, it was, yeah, it's super special to me, though. So, 
I've heard nothing but uh, good things uh, down that way. So I mean, uh, I am with Wayburn, but I mean, I I, uh, I do like Estevan a lot. So <laughs> I also uh, <laughs> I heard a lot of good things. Well, that's so great to hear. Congrats uh, again. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Current uh, vice president of the PGA Saskatchewan. How is that, and what does that all entail? And are you enjoying it? Yeah, so I'm on our yeah I'm on our uh, PGA Saskatchewan board and, and decided to take the vice president's role. I mean, really, uh, I'll admit, um, as vice president, we have to do a time right now. <laughs> uh, our president is uh, Jeff Chambers, and he actually just got elected to the national board, so I will be taking over his spot probably in the next uh, month or so. Oh, um, there it is. Tweet but... it out. We got the first news here. Perfect. Oh, okay. Well, geez, you got it. You got it before me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so it's just um, again our PJ uh, board of directors, like you know Dean Brown's on it, obviously, you know Dean, and so just a really good group of of pros in the province. Um, yeah, I, when we basically, you know, we we operate under our um, executive director Ken Morrow, and we set up our, you know, we do it what we think is best for our PJ of Saskatchewan zone. Uh, set up events and and deal with sponsorship and that kind of thing and um, it's pretty unique right now because we're doing a lot of Zoom meetings with just figuring out this COVID issue and what uh, what that'll mean for our industry and and what we should be doing for our courses in Saskatchewan. So it's pretty uh, well. I wish we weren't dealing with that right now. Um, again, just you know learning a lot and learning a lot from a great group of of professionals. So looking forward to um, taking more on there so this is uh i mean the last note here before we move on to the segment here with the questions from the gallery um you are the first uh woman uh, on the show and i really appreciate you taking the time to do this and i asked all my guests this um some advice you could give especially a young junior girl golfer uh what it takes and and, and the grind and the college and, and scholarship and just really elaborate on that for us if you could wow well, um I mean, I think, you know, junior, junior girls, juniors in, in particular, um, you know, just it's again, it's sounding cliche, but it's, uh, you gotta be having fun. You gotta be enjoying it. Like, you know, when I was 12, 13, I, my dad would drive me down to the golf course at six thirty in the morning because I wanted, I just wanted to be on the golf course. Yeah. And so, and that was fun. And, and you, I'm sure you can relate. You, you obviously love golf and, um, so, I mean, it, it's got to be fun and, and it's got to be, you know, I, I, I tell our kids like, you know, you, you set the tone for what you want. Um, it's different now for kids. There's, you know, there's so many other things competing for their time and energy. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, you're much younger than me. So, um, you know, there's like 25 different sports that kids can play now. It's which, crazy. Yeah. And, yeah. Which in some ways is great, but it's. You know, how do they limit yourself? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I was fortunate. I got to play pretty much every sport I wanted and there was never any conflict and it worked out. I mean, and nowadays I don't know if that's the, that's the case. You know, kids are kind of having to pick two or three if that, you know, I don't know about your experience, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, even for myself, for example, like I, I was a, a good hockey player and, and a good golfer, but I never picked one. So I was just good, <laughs> you know, yeah. like I, I yeah. never, okay, I'm going to go with hockey or I'm going to go with golf and I'll be great at it because I liked, I mean, both of them so much. But nowadays, I mean, I see kids now are 
they're playing a few or I see a lot of kids now are just focusing on one sport. Now, I mean, yeah, de- definitely play other sports, I think. But if you want to yeah. make it, I think you really got to <laughs> – I mean, I've, I've heard it from all the guests so far. You got to play and, and you got to really focus on, on that one kind of sport, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and I and I tell kids that exactly, like, A, it's got to be fun and what – you know, you have to be the one that's going to wake up in the morning and you have to be the one that's going to set your goals and no one's going to do it for you. And, you know, if you're loving it, do it. I also tell kids on the other flip side, you know, um, I think nowadays I see it too, just kids that, um, you know, they're afraid of failure. I mean, a lot of people are afraid of failure, right? Um, especially with golf because golf is so, you know, it's you. Um, yeah, it is. And I tell them, you know, you're going to learn more, you're going to lose more in golf than you're going to win. Yeah. I mean, that's just for any level. So, um, they hear me preaching, (laughs) you know, just, just go do it. Give yourself a chance. Um, so I mean, yeah, if, if girls or boys, juniors are coming to me, I, you know, if this is what you want and this makes you happy, go do it and figure out a plan. Um, if you need help, ask, I mean, I just, you know, I, I don't, uh, I try not to sugarcoat things for them. Like, perfect. You know, <laughs> anything you want to go play college golf. Great. Let's sit down make a plan. If you need help, um, is it going to be hard? Probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that's honest yeah. though. It's perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you think you're going to go to school and just sort of float around and do whatever, well, you go, you're, yeah, yeah, you're in the wrong spot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know if that's uh, <laughs> I don't know if no, that's it's perfect. Inspiring, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, this segment of uh, questions from the gallery is sponsored by Player Golf. Uh, for all listeners out there, use promo code Off the Hosel fifteen for fifteen percent off of your orders. That's Off the Hosel fifteen for fifteen percent off of your orders. Okay, first question here. Um, I, I just kind of asked this earlier, but where are some of the best places you've got the golf? I mean, maybe if you want to limit uh, your favorite course that you've played of all time, I guess. And not estimate. <laughs> not. <laughs> favorite golf course of all time. Um, wow. You know what? I'd have to say, because I just played it uh, about a year and a half ago, at Southern Highlands, uh, just outside of Las Vegas. Nice. Right on. Yeah, it was um it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh lowest score. Lowest score is um like you're talking ever or just in competition? Competition, or? whatever. I mean just the yeah, legit round, all putts go in. Um <laughs> I ha- <laughs> um I've shot sixty five. Whoa. Um that long time ago. Don't you know, don't get excited. <laughs> um sixty five. I do have the course record here. Um, for women at, at 66. So nice, right on. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Strongest part of game and weakest. Strongest part, uh, I would say driving. Um, and weakest, I would say just because I simply don't practice enough anymore. I'd say probably, um, my wedge game needs a lot of work. Um, are you good at any other sports? That's one that's from anonymous. <laughs> anonymous who asked that um am i am i good well i mean i you know i still play rec hockey nice. um you know i i like I, growing up as a kid I, I was good at a lot of things i wouldn't say i was super exceptional 
Yeah. But I was I was you really good at a lot of diff- yeah. So I mean, I still play hockey. I wouldn't. I don't think I'm good by any means, but um, I've got good hand-eye coordination. But we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, best players you've got to play with? Anyone? Pros? Yeah, anyone. Andrews. Best players. Well, I mean, even just you know, like I mentioned, Bobby Brown, and I've played a ton of golf with her. She's she's really good. I've played with Dean Brown. He's, as we all know, just oh, amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, a lot of guys in our zone. Um, you know, Dean Brown, Pat Marcia, um, Brian Duick. He's, you know, they're all great players. Uh, I've played. I'm trying to think. Um, back in my it's tough now days. because people always go oh dean brown play with uh tiger woods so it's uh it's tough now <laughs> <laughs> oh i know yeah <laughs> i haven't played with tiger woods um but yeah th- i mean those yeah i as a kid i played golf with graham delette i mean nice you know i'll i'll, I'll name good. drop there yeah i'll <laughs> name drop graham yeah yeah uh ultimate foursome three celebrities and then three golfers so three non-golfers that are celebs and then three golfers Okay, so three golfers. Um, three golfers, I have to say, probably, uh, well, Tiger Woods, Annika Sonstam, and Adam Scott would probably be my ultimate. Just the perfect swing, hey? <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Just, yeah, perfect. <laughs> uh, three non golfers? Yeah, wow. more so celebrities. Um, more so celebrities. Well, I'd say Wayne Gretzky, because I just loved him as a kid. Still love him. Um, they're going to be athletes probably. And uh, I think Steph Curry, just because he's... He's a sticker here too. I have seen videos. Yeah. 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 Well, and he, he, I mean, he's playing in a pro event, right? Like yeah. He can yeah. play. Um, so Wayne Gretzky, Steph Curry, and uh, Christine Sinclair. Oh, okay. Nice. Soccer player, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they're not... They're, yeah, they're celebrities, but they're sports. <laughs> Uh, okay, so do you have any other notes uh, you'd like to touch on before I let you go here, Amanda? No, just thanks so much for having me, and um, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing uh, what other female golfers you have on your show. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I appreciate it, and I can always uh, reach out to you for, uh, I mean, some uh, contact information, I'm sure. So. Yeah, yeah, but no, uh, just uh, I love what you're doing. I love listening to your podcast, and thanks so much for having me. Right on. Thanks for coming on today. Take care. Okay, you too. This episode of Off the Hosel is brought to you by Extreme Hockey and Sports and Umbrella Marketing Solutions. One stop for all your sports, marketing, and corporate team and sales. Come down and see Donnie and Daphne for all your sports and corporate needs or contact at this number 306-539-6101 or email donnyyearen at extremehockey.net. That's D-O-N-N-Y-U-H-R-E-N at extremehockey.net. There it is, the interview with current head professional and general manager of the Estevan TSNM Woodlawn Golf Club, Amanda Minchin. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the interview. I thought it was really good. Uh, talk about uh, junior golf, college golf, pro, um, you know, general manager. Uh, I thought it was really good interview. We did to talk about a lot of different things and, you know, just what it takes to make it to um, how hard the grind is, you know. It, that's going to be a question I ask all our guests too and our celebrity guests and our professional golfers and our amateur golfers. You know, it's not easy. So if you want to do it, you got to work hard. Um, yeah, I mean, and they all give 
great messages. So I uh, hope you guys enjoying the, the interviews thus far. hope you guys enjoyed this one today. Uh, reminder, we're on Apple, uh, Spotify, and Anchor. Check out the Facebook page, uh, Off the Hosel. Twitter page, underscore Off the Hosel. Uh, comment, like, retweet, share. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk to you guys Wednesday, okay? Take care.